Hello and welcome to the Pursuing Progress podcast episode 50. Welcome to the new year. Um, this is where we have honest conversations to help us fall forward. And happy 2021, we've made it to the new year. Um, but if you've come to this podcast and want, you know, wanting to hear something really uplifting and hopeful and very optimistic, like this is not it. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, like don't. If you want to start off your year and, you know, with really positive vibes, probably don't listen to this um, podcast because I think I, I think I've just developed into someone who's just become a bit more on the realism side of things and don't want to be too overly, you know, optimistic or hopeful in, you know, in the event that you know things don't turn out as well and you know unmet expectations always leads to frustration and you know there's more than enough people on social media and the news everybody around you um saying the same thing of you know see you later 2020 like you know 2021 please be good to me like you know the bar is low all, all these kind of things of um, you know, 2020 was terrible. It was horrible. The worst that ever anyone's ever gone through. And I hope this year can bring, um, joy and being you something really different and start a new, you know, start a new leaf. And, and I don't know, as I kind of think about it in my, you know, lonesome with my lonesome self, it, it just kind of appears that it will probably be the same. Um, I don't know, if not worse, and being prepared for that mentally and, and emotionally as well. You know, we are seeing things just kind of, you know, heat up in in terms of lockdowns and here in Australia and in New South Wales, it's kind of, yeah, this mandatory mass um, as of, you know, in half an hour's time at, at the time that I'm recording this. And it has become um, an issue that's plaguing people's minds of, you know, how much, you know, government intervention is needed when it comes to these public health crises and, um, you know, and all, all these sorts of things. And, you know, not to invalidate the people that are kind of celebrating the end of a year, like, yes, we should celebrate. We, it's been a tough year and, you know, we've, um, we've done it tough to, to get through it. And, you know, it's, for some people, like you probably never saw 2021 ever coming, um, seeing how slow the year was and, and, and whatnot. And, you know, we, we've been through the bushfires and all the panic buying and, and fights and all that. And, um, that breakout in, in the super center, super center, supermarkets when people don't wear masks and, and things like that. And, you know, the mess that was the U S election and stuff that's happening in Uganda, there's, you know, the Black Lives Movement, um, you know, the protests that have just gone like, to a global scale. And, um, you know, there, there was a point where we thought World War Three was going to happen, you know, early on in the year where, you know, Kassan Soleimani was, was killed by, the, you know, a US drone and um, there's explosions in Beirut. And it just seems like this overwhelming just disaster that was the year 2020. 
And, you know, the year before 2019, there were, there were similar things as well, like definitely not to the level of pandemic, but there was natural disasters from floods and, and fires. And yeah, if you remember those huge Hong Kong protests um, that happened last year, um, there are many shooters, like, you know, uh, people and serial killers and the whole kind of Epstein case as well. And it just, I think, as I think about it each year, like there's always something that kind of makes this world really terrible to live in. Um, it makes this world just a headache to think positively in. Like it just seems like whatever positivity, whatever hope we try to bring into this world, it, it's almost like, you know, we have a bucket of water trying to put out a, f a whole forest fire. Um, you know, it might help like just this tiny little bit, you know, hopefully it inspires action, but in the end, the fire is just too overwhelming and it just seems impossible, um, you know, that anything will, will get done in terms of moving things towards a more positive light. And, you know, maybe it's just me being a really cynical and really kind of defeatist mentality when it comes to thinking about things like this, because, you know, when you think about, I don't want to say like the winners and losers of, you know, this, this pandemic or, or 2020, it was, it was really just, you know, the rich and the wealthy are always going to come through this unscathed. Um, you know, people in the tech industry are just booming. Um, you know, politicians aren't doing it tough. People, CEOs aren't doing it as tough, you know, relaxing in their mansions and, and things like that. And, and yeah, you just kind of, you know, for, for normal people, for the general population, like this has been a year of really being grateful for all the things that we do have and, and, you know, showing gratitude for all the things that we took for granted, like family and, um, and our jobs and, and things like that. But it just becomes a different story when you have wealth and, um, like money is meant to be this thing that, you know, is indicative of value and, um, yeah, how we trade, trade for different things of value. Um, but because of like human greed and, and things like that, it's just become this kind of status of power. And, and when it becomes an issue of, you know, a power, like it just, it's something that people don't want to let go of once they have it. Um, and so, you know, it just, I don't know, like that kind of innate thing about our human nature is gonna continue here in 2021. Um, you know, the people are going to find ways to make the rich richer. Um, people are going to find ways to try to, you know, minimize tax or, um, you know, do whatever loophole tax loophole or whatever, like tax free havens to try and, you know, survive and, um, you know, and not look out for the people like, you know, who are genuinely struggling. And, you know, these acts of kindness that we rarely see in the media is always done by people who don't have much. <laughs> and it's just never, yeah, like people can, rich people can probably throw money at the problem, you know, throw a hundred thousand dollars or something that that's just kind of like nothing to them. And they'll be hailed as some like, you know, helpful person, but it, <laughs> in essence, it's, it's really not. And, you know, 
the people at the bottom will continue to to struggle and and they try to shout and get their voices heard, but it's going to fall on deaf ears. Um, you know, the politicians don't really care. They only run for re-election and they want to, you know, demonstrate your leadership in a way that kind of, you know, wins the majority and they care about votes and, and things like that. And, you know, like for most of us, um, if your workplace is needs you if your workplace is going through such a stressful time you generally won't keep your job if you decide to abandon ship (laughs) Um, if you just decide to take a holiday in the midst of suffering or a really stressful time and you know our prime minister goes on holidays to hawaii when the nation's on fire and somehow he still has his job Um, and as I think more about, you know, people just having no accountability and just doing really stupid things in the name of like, I don't know, appearance or or brand or, or whatnot, like, you know, the media can run whatever narrative it wants. It has all the information. It can kind of shape whatever narrative wants everyone to kind of believe and you know at the end of each year like a lot of news channels will you know kind of do a year in review and the ones for 2020 were very very biased and 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 skewed and it's just this real frustration of you know like we do need the news to be informed but the information they give makes us misinformed uh, and, and, it, and it's really frustrating and the amount of, you know, fear mongering that happened with the media, you know, through the heart of this pandemic has just, yeah, like scared a lot of people and really reduced their lives into, you know, being so scared of, I don't know, doing something that, you know, is so essential to, to everyday life. Um, to even just go outside, to even um, breathe fresh air. Um, and I don't know, it, it, like as long as the media empire is so like big and kind of powerful, like it's, it's not going to change. Um, something else will, will happen and they'll run that story and create more fear and sell more papers and, and you know, and stay afloat in, in that way. And, you know, one of the videos I saw about the year in review is just about the death of democracy. And, you know, it's happening in a lot of, a lot more countries than, than we think that, and, you know, now that, you know, for the U S that democratic process is really under scrutiny and just kind of on its last legs of, you know, whether they had a fair election of whether the people's voice are actually valued and, and heard equally. And it, it really makes for a scary time because um, it's the, you know, I don't, I'm no expert on democracy or whatnot, but it, but it seems like it's just having its, its faults and, and cracking. And it seems like just having people in power for a long time seems to be the way to go about it. And it seems like more and more it's going to be the case. And I don't know, as, 
as these lockdowns kind of continue and probably get a bit harsher and more restrictive in in the days, you know, days to come, I think like those in, in power and in, in government are really, they're held under the microscope, but when they're caught breaking the rules of quarantine or breaking the laws of lockdown, you know, they just, you know, have a 15 like minutes of like shaming and then it sweats under the, under the carpet. There's so many like, you know, government officials that got caught kind of going to holiday houses where everyone was in lockdown. Um, in, in the U S Nancy Pelosi went to a hair salon and, you know, where it was, it was so much stricter in the U S and, you know, she, she, she just said it was a setup. It was a con job. Um, and they just wanted to, you know, kind of frame her, you know, breaking quarantine and, and that's just swept under the carpet. And so it's, I don't know, maybe I'm just this guy in a tinfoil hat, just kind of yelling at, (laughs) at the world and how unfair it is and, and whatnot. And, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I do get, get kind of sick of, you know, people who are rich and wealthy saying, Hey, like you guys can do it as well. You know, you just work hard and do this and do that. And you'll totally get here as well. You can achieve your dreams. Just work hard, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, for some people it might happen, but for the majority, it's not, um, it's not going to happen like that. And I don't know, it just leads to a lot of frustration, a lot of kind of emptiness and, and it's just really disheartening to, to do that, <laughs> to see that. Um, maybe it's just me and I'm, you know, this unemployed bum that <laughs> you know has nothing going for him. Like, you know, take that into account in my bias in, in terms of what I'm saying. But I think as I've just had a bit of time just to <laughs> kind of observe the world and see what's going on and, and kind of you know, absorb the world in, in a p- particular perspective. Like it, that's just the, yeah, that's just what I want to kind of like lay out there and just kind of voice my thoughts. And, and I know it's going to, it's not a popular one. <laughs> um, and no, you know, when it, yeah, like this year, the, this whole pandemic stuff has just divided opinions all across the board um, you know, from people saying it's a hoax and, um, and whatnot and, you know, all this government stuff and mandates of, of masks and, and the vaccine and, and all, all these things that are just creating more emotional havoc. And it really makes this world really unbearable to live in. And I, I don't want really much to do with it anymore, but here we are, we've got to, you know, find a way through, keep going somehow. And, um, yeah, um, find something to live for, find hope somewhere. Um, but yeah, cause that's the only thing that will, um, keep us going. Um, so yeah, sorry, so sorry that this is, uh, just directionless rant. Um, I'm just kind of sad that I didn't get 50 podcasts in by 2020. Um, but you know, that's on me and, 
<laughs> so, so apologies for that. Um, this has just been really kind of cynical and really kind of pessimistic and really negative and I'm just, yeah. And it's meant to be uplifting. It's meant to help you, you know, move forward. But I think it's just the sense of what's been going on in my head and just needed to kind of, sh yeah, openly share that and, and, um, yeah, see where it goes from that. But, um, <laughs> but I promise as, you know, as we go through this year, the next podcast will be much more uplifting and meaningful and, um, honest in different ways to, yeah, to help you move forward in life. And so without further ado, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you listening. Um, and it's totally okay if you tuned out halfway through, cause it was just too nonsensical and too all over the place. Um, but it's just, yeah. Um, very existential, um, state of mind that I'm getting in and, um, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> uh, things will, um, be a lot more meaningful in the next podcast, but, um, love and peace to you all. I'll see you in the next one. <laughs> Bye.